Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's bring him in now. Hall of Famer. The one, the only, Alex English. Alex, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for joining us. So, Alex, we look at the Toronto Raptors and the Milwaukee Bucks on Wednesday night. Raptors led most of the way, but the Bucks closed it out there in that fourth quarter. I look at that series, and to me, the Raptors may not have enough to beat the Milwaukee Bucks. But how do you view that series? Well, I think it's going to be a, a seven-game series. I think that uh, – you know, Milwaukee, Milwaukee's got a lot. They're very strong. They've got a strong bench, and they've got a very strong big man. And, of course, they've got uh, the Greek freak. But uh, I think Toronto has got – they've got players that they haven't utilized yet, and it's just a matter of them getting them involved in the game and, and Coach Nurse using what he's got and not, not just sticking with – you know, the guy, if they're not performing, you've got to bring somebody else that can do it. So you're a guy. You spent some time in a Raptor organization. You also played for the Milwaukee Bucks. Are you a little torn in here in terms of who you're rooting for? Not really. You know, you've got two good teams. I like both of them. I like both of them's talent. So I'm enjoying the game. I, of course, I played for the Milwaukee Bucks. And, uh, you know, I have a little loyalty there, but I also have loyalty with the Toronto Raptors because, so I am, uh, I'm, I'm just enjoying watching on a good show. And, and it's, I think it's going to be a good series also. You got two elite players, Kawhi Leonard, Atenakupo, Jonas. I mean, he's playing some big-time basketball as well. So at the end of the day, you see a seven-game series. Who do you see winning this series? I I see Milwaukee winning it. I, I think if everybody is healthy for uh, Milwaukee, or everybody stays healthy for Toronto, I think that Milwaukee ends up winning because they've got home court advantage and they're going to, you know, if you go seven games, they've got to eventually end up in uh, Milwaukee. And it's very difficult to win on a team's home court in a game seven. We, we did see with the Portland Trailblazers, but generally speaking, you know, history tells us that it's very difficult to win on the team's home court in the seventh game. So speaking of a seventh game, Kawhi Leonard, I mean, that amazing buzzer beater against the Philadelphia 76ers, maybe one of the best shots, not the best shot in the NBA, but it, it's up there. It's definitely up there, uh, you know, because of, you know, the, the, what was that stake, seventh game. I mean, it's never happened in NBA history in a seventh game where a team won on a buzzer beater. What are your thoughts on that particular shot? It was crazy. It was amazing. I, I agree with you. It was an amazing shot. 
and the impact that that shot had on that series uh, was very big because if he misses that shot, you go into overtime, you don't know what happens. And they end up, he ends up making the shot, it's over. I mean, it's, a, it's tough to be on the losing end of a shot like that, but it happens. Where does that rank up there for you in terms of shots? I mean, there's a lot of shots in NBA history, a lot of great shots. But but is that up there for you? You know, of shots that I've seen, it's one of the it's one of the top shots because you know it had the impact and the meaning that it had. It it, it carried Toronto into the the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, so that's pretty big. And it and what it does to the Philadelphia 76ers, it keeps them out of the finals and say, hey, you've got to come back again next year. Repercussions from losing that game, who knows what it'll be. Kawhi Leonard in that particular series, I mean, he was he was unstoppable. 35, pretty much averaging 35 points a game, obviously, the, the game-winning shot, series-winning shot in that game seven. Is Leonard playing like the best player in the NBA at this point? I think he is. You know, he's the best player and the most consistent player. You know, he's he's come to play every night of every game. Uh last night was the only time that I saw uh you know his 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 shell be shattered a little bit because he had a few turnovers that were that hurt the team. But that's from being exhausted and tired. You know, he he had to play a lot of minutes. I think he is uh he, he's playing like one of the best players in the league right now. But I you you've gotta give Giannis some uh, some props too. I think, you know, even though you look at the game last night, he said, "Wow, he was he had a bad game. He didn't do much." But when you look at the box score, he scored. He made. He had assists. He rebounded. He blocked some big shots. So that's the makings of a of a a superstar. When you look at look at his game and say, "Oh, he didn't do much," but when you look at the box score and you look at the impact that he had on the game, you say, "Hey." He had a big, big impact on this game. For sure. For sure. So, looking at Kawhi Leonard, and I know, you know, there's they still a long way to go in this particular series, but in the summertime, he has a decision to make. You spent some time in Toronto, so you, you, know, the, you know that area pretty well. Do you see Kawhi Leonard staying in Toronto? I think it's a very strong possibility. Uh, Toronto's a great city and you see they have great fans it's a great organization it's a great organization and I think that you know if he stays he will benefit from it Uh, but you never know what he wants you know the one thing about being a basketball player you don't always take uh, what's expected you know there may may be reasons that he wants to go somewhere else no one knows what is on Kawhi's mind sure we're talking to hall of famer the great alex english so in terms of the mvp you talked about jonas atenacupo obviously james harden both of those guys had big time years in terms of the mvp according to alex english who should it be well since since it's not Jokic, i would say Giannis. <laughs> okay Giannis would be my pick because he's okay. such a great all-around player, and he, you know, what what he means to his team, uh, the the impact that he has on the game, I, I think that 
you know, and he's a very unselfish player. He involves everybody in the game. Uh, I like him. You talked about Jokic. We've seen Joel Embiid, you know, who had a big-time series. Well, he had a couple big-time games, but as a whole, he was a little up and down because of sickness, because of other things going on with him. But looking at Embiid, looking at Jokic, if you had a choice, which one would you go with, Jokic or Embiid? Hands down, I would take Jokic. I mean, there's even no question. I, I look at the effort that he puts into the game how he gets back on defense, his effort on the floor, uh, what he does on the floor. I, I would take him with, with without a second thought. No no second thought whatsoever? None whatsoever. Okay. He's so, inside, he's outside, he passes, he rebounds. He, you know, he, he, he's just a, just a solid player for me. Looking at Embiid, I mean, Mark Jackson talked about Joel Embiid. He said, you know, if this guy stays healthy, he could be an all-time great center. You've been around this game a long time. Do you see all-time great center when you talk about Joel Embiid? I I do. I I think he will be a, a one of the all-time great centers. You know, I don't think he'll be the all-time great center because I, you know, it's going to be hard for anybody to top Bill Russell in my book. But uh, I think he's uh, he's got potential, and uh, you know he's just got to. It's parts of his game he's got to work on. You know he's uh, there were there were not, there were times when he looked great out on the floor, and then there were times that you know he looked like a dog, and I I don't like that. Okay. And, and you know you talked about him looking at looking like a dog. There were you know he he had some health issues in terms of upper respiratory infection. He was ill at and times I got, throughout I, you know, the I'll take, I'll take that. I'll take that statement back because that is what was going on. He he looked like he looked because the way his health was at that moment. He was he was not feeling well. Uh, you know, I only say that if you've got the heart of a champion, you find a way to uh, you find a way to to overcome. I remember Michael Jordan going on a going into a series and just having one of the greatest games of his life, winning the, winning the championship, uh, being sick, you know? So I, 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 I know how it is when I played and I've been sick. I've always picked it up and said, Hey, I've got to focus even harder because of this. Right. And I look at, I look at MB and I saw a guy, he was sick, but also saw a guy, Unfortunately, his body language was just a slightly off. I mean, he and I think it affected the team. Did you see that? I saw the very same thing, and that may be why I'm saying and, and being as harsh as I am and saying that I, I thought he looked really bad. Uh, so uh, I, I think that that's what it is: his body language, his hustle back on defense uh, after he shot a shot, the effort that he put in a game. Uh, those are the things that that make me feel like I feel when I think of Joel Embiid. I, you know, but before this, the, before the playoffs, I said, "Hey, man, this 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 guy is the the best thing since uh, sliced bread." <laughs> and after that, I'm like, oh, "Well, maybe not," because I don't know if he's got the heart of a champion yet. And okay. it may he's still a young kid, young guy, and 
it may take a while, uh, but you're in the NBA playoffs. You've got to you've got to give up more than what he gave. For sure. We're talking to Hall of Famer Alex English. So Alex, let's go to the Western Conference now. You got the Blazers. You got the Warriors. I, I look at this series, and to me, if Kevin Durant doesn't come back, the Blazers have a shot to win this particular series. They did lose game one, but ultimately they got a game two. There's a lot of series left. Obviously, winning game two would be essential for this Blazers team in terms of winning this series. But do you give the Blazers a shot? I do. I, 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 it's, it's a very slim shot, but I, I think, you know, this is an NBA squad. I saw them beat my Nuggets and do a handy job at it. So I, uh, I, I felt like the Nuggets were, if not the best team in the West, one of the best, and they, they took care of them. So I, I think there is a shot for them. Uh, I like uh, that, that, that the backcourt of, uh, of McCollum and Lillard. I think they're after, after Clay Thompson and uh, – well, I know not after Clay Thompson, after Murray and, and Harris <laughs> – they're okay. probably the second best, <laughs> third best. So you got to get Clay and Curry some. Yeah. So you like that Nuggets backcourt? To you, that's the best backcourt in basketball. For me, yeah, I'm a Nugget. <laughs> okay. So, what exactly, in your opinion, do the Blazers need to do in order to win this series? Well, they they've got to get rested which I, I think they've gotten rested. They, they came off a tough series. They were emotionally high. Uh, and they weren't so bad. They've got to get Lillard and McCollum going early. You know, Damian Lillard didn't have, did not have a great game. McCollum had a so-so game. They're better than that. And, they, you know, it's going to come out. I, I think that the uh, Portland Trailblazers are going to win tonight, personally. Okay. Do they win this series? I think that uh, the Golden State Warriors will win the series. Okay. Even if Durant doesn't come back, you still see them winning this series? Even if Durant doesn't come back. I mean, they they got pretty much the same squad that won the, uh, the championship a few years ago right. without Durant. So let me ask you this. War, you have the Warriors getting to the finals. You have the Bucks getting to the finals. Do you feel like, and the Bucks will have home court advantage, which is huge in that particular series. But do you feel like, with without Kevin Durant, that the Warriors can still beat the Bucks in a seven game series? I I don't know. I I think it'll be tough. You know, I personally feel like it's going to be hard for Durant to come back and be like be himself. After uh, after this injury, you know, and even if he's in the championship in the finals, it's going to take him a game or two just to get the rust out of his system. But it's, I've had the same injury that he has, and okay. it's not an easy it's not an easy one to come back from. But I think the you know you've got to give uh, you can't you can't measure the heart of a champion. And Golden State Warriors are champions a couple of times. That's true. That's true. And I feel like you talk about that heart of a champion, and we saw that heart against the Houston Rockets in that game six where you saw Steph Curry 
no points in the first half, 33 in the second half, and we saw how he dominated that second half and ultimately got Golden State to the Western Conference Finals. So you talk about that hard. My only thing is, without Durant, this is still a big-time basketball, but I think Kevin Durant is what separates them from everybody else. And without Durant... I agree. Yeah. I agree, and I think that that Durant... But when Durant came there, he came to a team that was already a champion. True. And he just took took them to another level. But you take Durant off that squad, you've got that very same team, and you look at the guys like Livingston, Iguodala, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, what's the big guy? Bogut. Uh, Bogut. Yep. You know, they were on that squad that won the championship, and they're still there. They're still playing just like they played a couple of years ago, but they've added some fresh new pieces that contribute as well. And who knows, Boogie Cousins may be back. Yeah, there is that possibility. There is that possibility. We're talking to Hall of Famer, Alex English. So let me ask you this. I want to ask you about the Rockets real quick. A team went out in game six. We talked about the Rockets last year. Oh, if they had Chris Paul, they would have beat the Golden State Warriors. Obviously, we'll never know because obviously Chris Paul was hurt last year. But this year, Kevin Durant was out and they still lost that game six in their building to the Golden State Warriors. Looking at the Houston Rockets. With Chris Paul. Exactly, with Chris Paul. Looking at the Houston Rockets, moving forward, is this a team, and and some people question whether they can win a title with this style of play, all the three-point shots, so on and so forth. Can they win a title with this style of play? I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's possible. I, I I don't particularly care for it myself because I like everybody being a part of the game and, you know, not having any one player dominate the game like the Rockets have. Uh, but they've got some good pieces. The one thing that was missing in the championship, which they had all year, was a, a Capella. Capella was strong throughout the year. He contributed on both ends of the floor. He wasn't the same guy in the playoffs. They also utilized Fareed when he came there at the end of the season. They utilized him, and, you know, he gave them some energy that they needed. Right. So they, they kind of changed things up. Uh, but they still had the, you know, the, the, the style where you've got one, one player dominating the ball in the game. And, and that one player is James Harden, who had a big-time season for the Houston Rockets this season. So, you're not – And he's a great player. He's a good – sure. I'm not taking anything from James Harden. He's a great player. He had a great season. Uh, I think to win championships, you've got to have uh, a more uh, all-around focus so that, you know, it's more difficult to stop. Sure. So, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Your Nuggets, I mean, had a very good season. Number two in the Western Conference, lost to the Trailblazers in a game seven, a very close game seven, a game that they led early but let the Blazers back in. Ultimately, they would lose. The future seems bright in Denver. Do you see a championship 
at some point with this nucleus, you know, with Jokic and, and Harris and, and, you know, Murray, do you see a championship? I think there's a strong possibility, very strong possibility. They've got a lot of, a lot of good pieces, but as you know, as these players become more popular, other teams uh, are, are looking to pay them. It just depends on where their where their hearts are. If it's, if their hearts are where they get paid, then you know it could be a different story. I mean, we didn't get to see the young kid that they drafted, who's supposed to be an excellent player as well. Right. Definitely so. But I think with the team that they've got, they are able to keep them together. I think that they can they can be very strong. They I thought they'd be in the Western Conference Finals this year, and they were just a, a, a quarter away. For sure, and, and the young player you're talking about, Michael Porter Jr., so he's a, he's a piece, definitely. Yes. And if he is who many think he could be, he's definitely a guy who could help the Denver Nuggets moving forward. So we look at the New Orleans Pelicans. They got the number one pick in the NBA draft, more than likely – they're going to draft Zion Williamson out of Duke. How do you view Williamson? Well, he's a native South Carolinian, and just like John Moran, and in fact, you might have two South Carolinians going in the first in the top three, uh, one and two. So, For sure, I, I am. I, I think that they're both both excellent ball players, and I think in time. Zion Williamson is going to be a, a a superstar. If he continues to excel like he's he's excelled in from high school to college, he's only going to get better. And he's a smart kid. He's a good kid, and you know he's a he's a person that people are going to like. So put put your GM hat on. If you had to choose between Williamson or Morant, who would you go with? Well, if I was a GM, I would be looking at who I've got on my squad, what kind of pieces I need, what kind of effect uh, the 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 player that I'm drafting. I would look at my needs, what kind of effect he's going to have on my team. But you know, most people will will say uh, you go with the guy that seems to be the guy that's going to be the, the the player that move your your squad and your team your squad, and your city forward, and that would be uh, Zion Williamson. For sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's got big-time name recognition, and, you know, he and was. he's a South Carolinian. <laughs> more importantly, more importantly, right? Yeah, but two, two, both of those guys, you know, that, that's, uh, that's for a small state like South Carolina, you've got that, that says a lot. So will he be I mean, the last best guy player? we had to do that was Kevin Garnett. Okay. Will he be the best player to come out of South Carolina? Well, I don't know. We we we'll let time tell the story. <laughs> you, you know, you spent time on on a few different benches throughout your career, Kings, Raptors, Sixers, Hawks. Do you see yourself being a coach again in the NBA? Uh, no, I don't. You know, I think uh, I, I think it's uh, it's something that uh, I would have loved to have been a, gotten the opportunity to be a head coach, but the opportunity didn't come. 
and I would just love to see that the opportunity come, would love to see the opportunity come for you know more more uh, people of color to be for head sure. coaches and general managers in this league. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I mean, I I would have loved to have done it. It didn't happen, but I'm I'm pretty much done with it. Okay. I want to ask you this. I mean, you put up a lot of points in your career, a whole heck of a lot of points, 25,613 to be exact. So today's NBA, not as physical. Um, You know, you can't hand check like you once could. How would you, how would you fare in today's game? That I don't know. I, I, I would probably be a, would have improved my three-point game because that seems to be the direction the NBA is headed now and uh, would probably have sacrificed some of my mid-range game. But I probably wouldn't have because I, I think that the, to be able to combine the two makes you a stronger player, a better player, like Kawhi Leonard. Right. So uh, I don't know. I, 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 am, I am happy and content with my personal my personal career, I would have loved to have enjoyed winning a championship, but didn't. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm, I think if I was playing today, I would have had to change some of my game. Does that bother you at times when you think about it that you didn't win a championship, or is it something that you you're okay with, you're content with? I, I am okay. I'm not content with it. I'm okay with it. I would love okay. to have won it. I had one opportunity. Every player, every player that plays in the NBA, if he's a true player at heart, they all want that opportunity to be a champion. And you know, if it doesn't happen, you know, you're not gonna go out and shoot yourself. There's right. a lot of great players right. that didn't win championships. So was '85 your best chance? You think to win it? When you got to the Western Conference if Finals against the Lakers, that was the best shot that we had, and uh, you know I ended up breaking my thumb, so it ended ended our shot. Speaking of the Lakers, LeBron James, Lakers didn't make the playoffs this year. Were you surprised by that? Uh, no, but because I, I knew if LeBron had been there, if he hadn't got injured, they would have. Right. Uh, they were they were winning. They were playing good basketball, and uh, you know they were headed in that direction. So I, I think they would have, and not surprised at all. That in they your opinion, because he, he wasn't there long enough. Yeah, that injury really derailed them. And then when you're in the Western Conference and you have a little bit of struggle, that's all it takes because it's so competitive. Do you right? Do you think LeBron gets at least one championship with the Lakers before he gets out of there? I don't know if it's – I think, it, you know, if he's going to be with the Lakers, it's passed him by because uh, I don't know if he's going to have the tools around him and their other teams have improved and are ready to take over that. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. I think it's going to be very, very difficult. Unless he gets another star in there, it's going to be truly difficult for him 
to win another title and win a title with the Los Angeles Lakers. We're talking to Hall of Famer Alex English. So, what's going on with Alex English today? Well, I am uh, living in South Carolina and uh, involved in business, uh, teaching, still doing some work with the NBA China. And uh, I do basketball clinics, and I'm also involved in in growing growing hemp. So, okay. Um, and then um, you know I have my basketball camp, which is uh, in July uh, here in South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina, Cardinal Newman High School. Get that in. And that's that's what I do. You know, I I uh, I enjoy South Carolina. Enjoy being a business person and doing what I do. How's the hemp business treating treating you? Well, this is my this is my first year, and we are uh, in the process of uh, extracting CBD oil. Uh, being a, an extractor this year, as well as a grower, so this is my first opportunity, and uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a I think it's going to be a very profitable business because not just profitable, but it's going to help a lot of people. You know, the 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 medicinal value of CBD is still being discovered. Right. And, you know, obviously a lot of people believe that, you know, various leagues should legalize, you know, the CBD, the oil, because of the benefits of it. Do you see that coming along? I, I think it's got to come. You know, there's no there's no psychotic aspect to CBD or from him. Right. So, so fans, make sure you connect with Alex English on his Twitter at Alex English underscore two. Also, check out his basketball camp website, aenglishbasketballcamp.com. Support all the great things going on. With Hall of Famer Alex English. Alex, pleasure. Wish you nothing but the best moving forward. Would love to do it again. Hey, I appreciate it. You have a great day. You too. Take care of yourself. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 